Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the God's Best Kids podcast, the best podcast on this platform, Ooh. in my humble opinion. Statement. Yeah, I'm gonna, listen, I'm going to throw it out there, man. You can't replace, can't replace us in this fantastic setup we have there. I'm joined today by Harrison. What are you saying? Let the people know what you're saying. I'm happy to be here, as always. I'm feeling beautiful today. That is, that is me. Good man. And I'm off here as well. And same as well. I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be here, man. Um, yeah, so let's get straight into it. Number of interesting topics today. And this one could be a bit controversial because I know some of you watching love puffing the shit into your lungs. Let's talk about vaping. And I think this is the real pandemic. Not COVID. This is the one that's taken over, bro. What do you make of vaping? And how has vaping impacted you in your life in terms of like what you've seen, who you've seen, and stuff like that? And your general opinion of it? At least in our generation, I have a very negative opinion of it. That, that no one, I don't think anyone vapes for the right reason is the easiest answer. I think the whole point of vaping is, you know, supposed to wean you off cigarettes if you've already got a nicotine addiction. And then like, if you want to then take the further step to not smoking at all, you just vape a little bit less and a little bit less until you can just like cut yourself off. Um, that's not what our generation really use it for. Uh, people vape because it's cool. People vape because it's like easy, affordable. People vape because everyone else is vaping and they can get one anywhere. And they also vape anywhere. That's I think that's the worst part of it. For like. I'll be sitting next to my mates in and like no shade to them because you know, do what you want. But I it, it's not the right thing. It's not what it's meant to be. Like it can't be healthy to just sit there like 24 hours a day, just whenever you feel like just... Yeah. I, I just think it's too much. I hear that. Kind of more the same. I've seen it. I've seen people do it everywhere, anywhere and everywhere, bro. From the comfort of their bedrooms to lectures to to the toilets yeah like my name would just do it anywhere and i guess gives them the freedom to express themselves <laughs> but no on a real one it obviously is very dangerous like well i don't know yeah i don't know that that's the point like no one knows the actual like health right um implications of it of it as it's so it's so new yeah and that's the problem right it's like it's like phones we don't know what phones are ever gonna like we will find out how phones and vaping will impact us like at the end of our lifetime when we've already like had to live with the impacts anyway like the studies that will actually be able to show a full lifetime that's been affected by having a smartphone in your hand 24 7 and a vape like in your pocket 24 7 those won't be out until we're basically on death's door because we are the first people to deal with that yeah um i'm just reading some stats here from the center for disease control and prevention it says in the usa mm. approximately 9 million adults uh vape regularly while this is mad 3.6 million in high school, 
and middle school students mm -hmm. use e-cigarettes, according to them. And globally, according to WHO, like WHO, World Health Organization, like 41 million um, people vape slash use e-cigarettes um, globally, yeah. which is nuts, which like, is nuts. I think the crazy thing is the way that they so obviously target kids. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, You're the, it's so accessible. And and just the even just the colour schemes as well. Like it's so obvious. as well. Like you, you can get on a bus. Like every now and then I'll need to use the bus. And then like the school kids are on it. And what they're probably young as 12, 11, smoking, vapes, like like it's a normal mm. thing. Like we didn't have right, we had shisha pens in like year seven. Oh, and then, I remember that. after about like a few months, everyone stopped using them. And then I don't know, year nine, year ten, some people start smoking, but most people don't. Whereas, like every every single kid you see, either has a vape or uses their friend's vape, which is insane. Yeah, like, your body's yeah. like you can't start putting whatever is inside this little thing that you don't actually know what its impact is in your body. Hundred. Um, it's kind of replaced all lollipops. I can't have these these flavors. I'm hit. I'm hearing. Mm. I'm reading. It's reinforced by a number of celebs doing it. Of course, of course. Like any picture you see, you see a little pink thing or whatever color it is. Yeah. Um. I also think just weird to say this: smoking cigarettes and smoking weed both have numerous negative effects for your health in some ways, right? Like, yeah. we can set you back psychoactively, like, especially if you abuse it. Um, and cigarettes, we all know, lung cancer, like, throat cancer, like, all the problems that, like, high blood pressure, whatever. Those are both more natural things than vaping. Mm. I can't... There's no part of me that can think, right, vaping, no matter what people say, you know, it's more healthy. How how can you be sure when realistically it's not natural, it's chemicals? Yeah. Popcorn lungs, man. That yeah. that just oof, oof. gives me a little shiver. Shiver down my spine. First, first thing I wrote was popcorn lungs. But that's all yeah, I yeah, yeah. If, if I know you're vaping, what I think of is popcorn lungs. That's all we know as well. We're not, we're not, expert. we're not experts. There's so many bad things to inhale. Um, no surprise. But like, it's just like, um, what's those? Those canisters, like balloons. Oh, NOS. NOS. Mate, that's so dangerous. I feel like every time like I'm hearing more and more stories about someone like, losing... Uh, something within their brain, like within, within their neurons, just go wrong just because they've done so much NOS. Scrolling, I read, and someone's like filming them, and like they've lost all, they've lost like everything uh, mentally. It's nuts. I think that's quite well. I don't, I don't see it that often here, but I definitely when we were growing up, that was massive. Yeah, you see them everywhere. You see them everywhere. Um... Just quickly from the National Institutes of Health. This is about vaping. We were surprised to find that there was not a 
single component you could remove to stop the damaging effect of smoke or vapors on the bloodless vessels as long as there's an irritant in the airway blood vessel function may be impaired so mm. you can't take any part of like whatever makes up that product that you inhale from a vape every single little thing in it harms you yeah so what do you reckon's next how are we going to stop this pandemic because i don't know is it savable? Is it one of them ones? For a lot of people been vaping since I like, like you said, 11, 12. Yeah. I think... Assuming you're like 20, that's eight, nine years. It starts and Especially with with the pandemic as well. You're definitely doing it more. You've got less to do. Yeah. I think it starts with advertising and social media. I think like a lot of it has to be because as you said, you see people just... I'm pretty sure you can look at the fact, yeah, you look at just the red carpet sometimes and there are just like people holding a vape in their picture. I get you can live your life, that's fine, but you're also a role, like not by your choice. You're not a role model by choice and I understand that. But just put it in your pocket, like, because a mm. lot of people are going to see this photo of you on a red carpet and go, oh, that's cool. I might try that. Or I want that colour because then I look like my favourite, like, actor, model, artist, whatever. It gets me that one step closer to being them. Um, I think, yeah, like some kind of ban on it in media and some kind of ban. Like, you fucking, you fucking watch films, right? Some some films, you can't help it, but especially older films, how hard do they look when they're smoking? Like, they just look cold. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just a fact. Like, it doesn't make me want to smoke a cigarette, but I just know, I'm like, that's a man. Mm. But it, it's yeah. such a psychological thing that makes people approve of it more and makes them want to do it. If it's not part of it, it probably goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And there probably needs to be some legislation. I don't know. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of the chemicals, but surely something in them has got to be like mm. illegal or some sort or like just make it illegal. I don't know. Exactly. Like, stop mass production of this shit i think i think also like the the laws they have in place on cigarettes for example they're not that important to be honest nah. with you. Like, they're, they're not that good because if someone's want, gonna want to smoke they're gonna smoke regardless like the branding that they've removed off of the packets and the lack of advertising doesn't stop them yeah but it does stop them becoming like a really public like a proper public image that's like really approved of. Like if you treat vaping the same way you they treated smoking back in the day, like just like we've seen with smoking, the numbers will come down. Yeah. You've got to put the steps in. Is you never see a celebrity with like a cigarette in the hand. At all. Like you don't see pictures of celebrities smoking like cigarettes. Which I'm sure like bare of them do. Oh they do, yeah. Yeah. But when they've been like doorstops or like just walking down the street, you just never see it. Yeah. So maybe we need that. But yeah, education, education, education. But like, obviously, there's some people who are going to be like really ardent and going to choose to ignore that. But that's always natural in some societies. And obviously, vaping has obviously got nicotine in it, so it's extremely addictive. Um, so mm, apparently, 7% of adults use e cigarettes with the highest prevalence in the United Kingdom. Greece and France, and I'm not surprised Greece are there because them mm. man's 
so much, bro. I'm not surprised we're there either. Yeah. That's depressing, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, man, that's a that's a real G3. <laughs> you know, um, Maeve from Sex Education, Emma. Yeah, I know, yeah. She grew up in France and then came to England. And in an interview, she was like, Emma, Emma Mackey. She was like amazed slash disgusted by how much people smoke here. And like the culture around smoking and drinking. And yeah. I feel like someone... Like we see French people as smokers. Because like we just see in England, we just see like Europeans as oh, they smoke so much more than us. But like mm. for a French person to come over here and just go, oh, what the hell are you guys doing? Like you smoke all the time. It's so weird. Then yeah. that's quite a big warning sign, you know. Starts from young as well. Yeah. No discrimination to the age. Um no, nah, that's true. But we don't realise it as much. But we spoke about this before, like, the drinking culture as well. The drinking culture is a bit mad. But that's just the UK, isn't it? Anyway, should we move on? And let's yeah. talk about the Brits. Yeah, listen, I'm just, just trying to look out for my people. I feel like this is part of my job as well. As I said, I didn't want to be a role model. I just happened to fall into this position where I've got a big platform, so I'm going to use it and get you guys to stop smoking, stop vaping. To the Brits we go. Indeed. Did you do you watch the Brits or anything like that? Um, I used to. I don't know if you ever were one of these people. I've got like probably from two thousand and eight, I'd say to like two thousand and twelve or something. The CDs, like there's a like, pack of three CDs that they'd put out every Brits, and then it would be like all of the Brit Award winners on the CD, like like a like a kind of now compilation, but of the year, and then. And then, like, the live recordings of the things that were performed at the Brits. Okay, that's not cool. And so I've, I've, upstairs, I've got, like, loads of those CDs of... But, no, I, I so I used to watch the Brits back then because, I don't know, I was, I was quite interested in it. I'm, I'm still interested in it. Like, I'm interested in all award shows, to be fair, like BAFTAs, for example, Oscars, like, they, they, they matter. So, like, I love... I love um award shows but i don't i just don't watch them anymore because yeah it's all a bit of like poncing and like a bit posturing and i don't really care about it like i I like i care about the awards and i care about the performances so I, I watch the highlights the next day but i don't care about watching like three or four hours in the evening of just basically a load of rich people telling each other how good they are i hear that um, yeah, I've not really did that. Did that like the magazine stuff? Did that cut? I mean, the CD stuff. Did it come as a subscription to something? No, I no, because my birthday is in February. So, and the yeah. Brits in February. So by the end Good of birthday the... to Harry, by the way, everyone. Thanks. So, got got three days, man. Um, uh, yeah. So every birthday would come around. My parents, I think, would just buy me a cd for as like one of my birthday presents because like it just came out anyway so yeah i can't lie i don't really put too much too much focus on it um i only see it when i have a little scroll and like any bbc notifications i know harry styles did well yeah. he won the team but really what we wanted to talk about is 
the trophy. Sure. Right. Yeah. What thing? Huh? A thing of beauty. A thing of beauty. It's something that's different and goes against the traditional grain. Mm-hmm. And it was made by our friend Slawn. And I think shout out him. He's only 20 years old. And I think that's that's quite a big achievement. No, it's that's insane. A, it's insane. That's a massive achievement to like create like the Brit Awards. Um can you insert a picture of it? Because I think that's quite cool. But it kind of looks really demonic. <laughs> As does a lot of his stuff. It's yeah. like well, it's it's like that the, the face of it is like just the face that he is in like all of his art. Yeah. And I think that's what's the coolest thing about it is that the Brit Awards has always been like year on year, this kind of boring trophy that's this figure that like we all associate with the Brit Awards, like that just Brit's figure, like sometimes a different variation of it, but the same figure, no real characteristics. And then I think the reason why this is so important is not only have they like let Sloan do it, but they've let him do it like it's his own work, like which yeah. is crazy. I think that's like so important. Like you can't really. It's a psychedelic look. It, it's just it's quite chilling, but it's really cool. Um, yeah, that's a massive achievement. Obviously, twenty years old, and it came to Nigeria as well. Yeah, when it, and he's he's obviously achieved so much. Um, but like the Brits is like that's that's like smashing a glass ceiling. Like yeah. obviously he's an artist, and obviously bare rich people want his art. It goes for like twenty grand is what I saw mm. for one piece, which is nuts. Um, but like the Brits is like proper tapping into into like that circle. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. that's a massive thing. And like the way he dressed as well, traditional, like called Gelly Nigerian dress as well. He didn't care how he turned up. He like this is my show. I'm gonna steal it. Obviously he wore the Cortez. Yeah, Nike collab shoes as well, which went pretty well with his outfit. Which you can get yeah. for tomorrow if you're a crossbar. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Shout out Camavinga with that London accent. <laughs> um, but no, shout out Slaw, man. That's, mm. that's insane, tapping into a different world. It's, it is so, like, the man transcends like, whatever category you put him in. Like, I don't I don't really know I can't say he's the next anyone no but the fact that he's like where he is he's got his fingers in so many pies like he does so much work and he's only he's he's two years younger than me like man that's still so depressing I'm I'm, like really well done to him it's insane like how much hard work must have gone into getting where he is Listen, mate, you're doing great yourself. All, we're all living in different time zones, minor. Um, but no, he's he's done well. He's done well. He's got his own fashion brand, that Motherland as well. Motherland. Um, which, which his marketing's like very erotic pictures. And yeah, he's just nuts. He's just nuts. I love to see 
his baby mum and his son came as well. He also modelled. He modelled for someone. Yeah. Uh, Do you see that? And, he, and his son, he, he brought his son on the... Is it runway? Is that what they call it? Yeah, runway. That was insane. I loved that. And he was so good. Yeah. He just does look good as well. Like, he doesn't look out of place at all. Uh, his son looks hell cute as well. Bless him. He's, he's going to look back on that when he's older and like... <laughs> What the yeah. fuck are you doing, Dad? I've modelled. Not by choice, though. <laughs> Would you put your kid on a catwalk? No. Really? Not even for burbs? I'm quite Lawrence McKenna about kids. I hide in. Like, Would you put emojis over their face? I just wouldn't take pictures of them. Like, publicly. Yeah. Yeah, isn't like doesn't Lawrence have like another kid on the way as well? Hey, Lawrence. Yeah. Dunno, stopped watching True Geordie because he's a bit of a prick. Yeah, I don't watch True Geordie, but you can watch Lawrence. He doesn't he doesn't make enough stuff. Like I like his stuff. Yeah. Oh my play. god, yes he does, bro. No, he doesn't. Oh my god, I promise you he does. He like posts every Premier League after every Premier League match. And like oh. it'll be like a couple hours after as well. So like, oh, and it's quick. Huh? On Lozcast? Yeah, whatever his channel is. I watch his analysis like every week. How long have you been doing that? Like, ever since Trudeau's a prick in it. It's probably three weeks now, to be fair. Like stick him on in the background, listen to his analysis of stuff. It's quite he's obviously very insightful. He's an intelligent guy. Yeah. Um I see. Yeah, and I feel like he's um pretty balanced as well. Yeah, he he's very balanced. He's quite rational in his, in his thought. And, like, if you don't agree with it, you're like, yeah, I hear it. I yeah. see it. I hear it. I think which is better than more than most anal- analytics. Yeah. Mm. Or, like, the amateur analytics, not the, not the pundits. Um, I, I like his thumbnails, to be fair. But Lawrence is very good. He's, he's very insightful. I've always he's got lots of He posts pretty consistently and, like, quickly, like... He's just posted a United mm. last 12 hours ago. So what did you make of this Cortez um, audio-visual advert? What, the Camavinga one? Yeah. Sick, to be fair. Um, Great for both parties, alive. Yeah, and obviously directed by Walid. Um, yeah, what do you make of him? I don't really... Well, he does like everything Cortez, and like obviously he does a lot more than that. But everything I've seen him do is, it's just really well done. Like he he seems to have this, I'd say obsession. Like his style is making it seem like it's authentic, like trying to make it seem like it's not an advert in a way. Like yeah, giving it like, a uh. I don't know, like a YouTube kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, it's like old school Nike ads, isn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah. Finger one. It's just like you're in the streets of London, but it's in Madrid, and it's just like old school Nike. Yeah. And it's sick. Like I think it's the shades and the tone as well. Yeah, and like the camera work and like how it makes it makes it all seem amateurish, but yeah, with the with the mic hanging with the boom, yeah. Like, but like it's it's like. Um, do you remember the? Do you remember that Cortez ad when they were like selling 
cargos in a in like an like yeah 99p like that kind yeah. of thing. Like it's just so smart and i think it gets like the people in it because it doesn't it, it's, it's not overproduced in any way but it like looks professional but relatable and like almost achievable for like anyone which is like really cool well Ali, I, don't, I don't know much about him to be honest but obviously clint keeps tagging and I've, I've had a little stalk of his page he's obviously very rated in within that circle and that like industry and like the camavinga x nike x cortez like football stuff as well. I think that really helped. That mm. looks kind of nice. Mad coming thing. Like that's a Champions League winner. There. Yeah. Well, they they seem to have like a weird bromance. Yeah. Like I mean, how many times has he been to Madrid just to like visit him and also like give him a like almost gift bag of just Cortez shit? Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're right. And like people like Gabriel Moses, like boys with Benzema. Well, not boys, but he's got some. Like, why is he chilling with Benzema? Like, Benzies, that's my boy. You know, the drip, the drips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can't. His Ballon d'Or one, that broke the internet. <laughs> so mad that there's just a footballer that does that. Like, it's he's, so, he's a rapper. It's crazy. Yeah. But like all these footballers get these compilations done. Even even your boy Anthony, while sat on the bench, not even on the bench, mate, not even mate. in the squad. React! Wow, injured out of the game, just like celebrating with like fire, fucking effects going off around mm. him. Insane. But um, you have to hit the crossbar for quite a way out. Like, oh yeah, like eighteen yards isn't easy. Oh, it's 18 yards. That's yeah, like... but it's not easy. Because, like, it's not. No, because you have to think about the average level of... Like, do you only get one go? Yeah, 100%. Because you need a sighter. You don't know what that ball's saying. You don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring my own ball. If I was going, I'd bring my own ball. Exactly. You need you need to be down the park practising, like, working out. And in normal shoes as well. Exactly. You have to... You have yeah. to come prepared. You have to do Vic Star one, two, three. And this guy's just gonna drop the location like probably half an hour before. Yeah. And there'll still be like thousands of people there. Yeah. Jobless kids checking. Shout out to them though. That's sick my sick marketing. But I found out like um some some video that Nike sued Cortez because because yeah. of how close its name was to Cortez. Yeah. Or other, like the shoe. You know the shoe that looks like that dog, <laughs> like the ugly dogs, bro. Mate, the Night Cortez is a staple. You can't, you can't, you can't be mean about the Night Cortez, bro. Right, from like ninety, like nineteen sixty eight. Yeah. Right, Kendrick Lamar is his own Cortez. It's a lovely shoe. I don't know you rate it. Nah, that's nice. I like some of the, like the track jackets. Like, they're nice. Like old school cool tea. yeah, Cortez. Cool but I'm not sure about the shoes. I'd I don't know. Just my opinion, just my opinion. Um anyway, we're gonna move on and see you in the second episode because we're running out of time. Second episode, second part. Hello and welcome back to part two. I'm glad to be back. 
I'm going to put Harry on the spot because he just said he's got an admission. So take it away, G. Okay, so 16-year-old me did like Nike Cortez's. Um, and which is why I got quite defensive about them just now. And I will stand by what I said about Kendrick Lamar's one. Like the Kung Fu Kenny Cortez one, two, and three are nice shoes. But I will give it to you. I th- I think I think they just they just look a bit bad now. Yeah, they just don't look great. The Sakai, the Sakai Cortez is nice. But other than that, uh, Kendrick's. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's got like a off-white feel to it. Mm. Weirdly. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's got off-white feel, especially as you can see into the, when you see into the show on the side, the inside, it's like mm. that coolness. And it just looks a bit, yeah. Um, no, I just... Fair enough. Listen, it's all part of growing up. Like, oh my god, I found a picture of me, and yeah. I was superstar, superstars. When that was when I was like eleven years old as well, and then look, yeah, back in fashion now. It's so cyclical. It's crazy. I mean, I wore basketball shorts when I was like eleven, and I was like, what the? I look. I mean, back then I look at it and I thought, well, what is this guy doing? And now I look at him like. This guy, and I was wearing a nice night hoodie with it as well. And it, I actually look like oh. a, and I had dunks on as well. No, you didn't. Not dunk, or like, like Nike dunks, like not. Yeah. But like, yeah, but probably, probably knockoffs, not knockoffs, but like I know, but... cheap, cheap high tops. I can't remember. I used to wear a better Tommy Hilfiger, you know? So much Tommy Hilfiger. It's because it was so easy to. Yeah. My mum went to America. Yeah, I went to like the outlet. No, yeah, it was a kind. Of, I don't know. It was America, I reckon. And then she just went to the outlet and got me a bear Tommy Hilfiger stuff. So from head to toe, shipping Tommy Hilfiger. <coughs> Sorry. Thank you. Thanks. The Ted Baker, bro. Shout out them. Ted Baker bags. If you don't have one, get one. Have you seen my one? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I can't. Like, I kind of love that bag. It's so. Ted, I just I just like Ted Baker really, to be honest. At the time it was classy and affordable. I don't know how much it is now, but like back then it was pretty affordable. It's just classy now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nothing's affordable these times. These times. Anyway, let's talk about Montclizzi. Okay. Montclair, ex London. Take it away. You you live in London. Well, you live Ooh. in the surrounding areas. <laughs> Of the south, I live in and around London. Um, yeah, take it away. What do you reckon? Honestly, don't know much about it. Like, I saw the advert when it, like, whenever it came out, like, sent it to our producer straight away. Said we should go. Um, we didn't go, so that's depressing. Um, very packed. Like eight thousand people turned up to the queue, according to you. Oh, apparently, according to ID, 10,000 people. Crazy. Numbers. <laughs> um, so, Pharrell Williams, Jay-Z, Alicia Keys, Mercedes-Benz, uh, Lil Sims yeah. was there, I think. Lil Sims was there? I think so, yeah. 
Spice was there, I would have. I would have. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, sorry. Sorry, carry on. Palm Angels was there. Only associated Montclair with good things, but... That's true. But um, the Inter Milan manager wears, like, the coldest outfit I've ever seen. Like, he wears a Montclizzy suit, Montclizzy tie. Not and then, like, the puffer jacket. And I think he just looks hard all the time. Well, pause. He looks great all the time. Like, it's brilliant. Yeah. That's just Italians, though. <laughs> yeah. Italian brand, Italian man, Italian team. Works well. Are they... Are they like the sponsors then? Like, um, like D Square. I don't know. Yeah, they are. They are. Are they? Montclair X into everything. You can get an inter scarf made by Montclair if you want. Really? A track jacket, a jumper, a cool. long down jacket, Arsene Wenger style. A beanie. <laughs> a beanie. Yeah. Because I know, you know, D-Square, they're linking up, they've linked up with so many football teams, like City, AC Milan. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off-white, AC Milan as well. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. Um, and Armani sponsor Napoli. Which is, yeah, cool. Like, they, they, and it's, it's not, and it's not like these guys, it's not like they're their uniform, like Paul Smith and Manchester United's uniform, but we're made by Adidas. It's literally, Armani made it, they have like football shirts as well, which is so cool. Yeah. Wait, so every time you man dress up in like suits, it's always Paul Smith. Like yeah. that's your partner. That's quite cool. And I love it. Like, you love yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. I remember you. You've been on the way for for time. Um I love like when football clubs have like their own suits. Like Arsenal Wenger used to wear like like an Arsenal suit with like the classic, mm. our classic like, yeah. logo from that time ago, and it looks so that. nice. I love that logo too. Yeah, it's the little, it's the little. Yeah. I don't know what they are, like the little bits around the cannon that I like. Hmm. Yeah. This um, is a this is a fashion podcast for real. It basically is now. Like I, I've. Every week, I probably the biggest topic is fashion. Um, by by the end of by the end of probably March, we will only talk about fashion all the time, and we will be your fashion gurus. Um, we're we're getting there. Yeah, Alicia Keys sang. Um, yep. Who they West to West Kensington really? in Notting Hill, uh, like Montclair. Montclair. Yeah. That oh, yeah. is mad. Rick Owens was there. Yep. Burberry show. show was in South Kensington. Yeah. But yeah, so it was basically just celebrating the art of Montclair and a lot of people associated with Montclair um, and just basically a big art show, very immersive art show. That Rashford was there, you know? Yeah. That he, yeah, he's been at Fashion Week. That 10,000 10, 10, 10, people turned up to just... And it did look very cool, to be fair. Like, from what I've seen of it, it, it looks like the kind of thing that y- you just kind of stand there for a bit and absorb it all, take as much of it in as you can and, like, enjoy yourself. Grab your free drink. No, yeah. that's, that's cool. That's I cool, guys. Also definitely probably does a lot in terms of culture and yeah. 
getting people invested in the brand like creates a very positive uh opinion of the brand really good experiential piece of advertising i'd say like yeah yeah not, not seeing alicia keys for a second she's really been ghosting she's probably been in new york really why is that is she american nah she's british no if, if i'm if i'm i'm gonna be in that yeah new york it's her song yeah. oh concrete jungle yeah that's it yeah 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 i have not uh can i say any song song i, I really know in past state of mind that's what she performed go on fire Ooh, song that's a song that is yeah shout out her yeah what do you think of it i just think it's cool um just like the Brits, a bunch of rich people kind of at the same time they yeah. had the peasants in as well which is kind of cool accessible area yeah 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 um i know joe joe jo goldberg loves that area uh near notting hill hugh grant loves that area specifically notting yeah hill. people see him on trains all the time i mean notting hill was the film that made him um still never watched it i, I keep getting i get really weird it depends. There's definitely an age thing to it. But if I have, like, got my hair a little bit more done than it is today and I've shaved a bit, the young Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant comparisons, which I never see myself, but everyone's like, yeah, I get it. It's the floppy hair, skinny white boy. Yeah. Um, He's in love, actually, isn't it? He is indeed. He is indeed. Prime Minister. Great film. I reckon he could run this country better than most people. I used to love Natalie. Is that her name? Yeah. I've actually. What do you mean you used to? When when did you watch it? Before this Christmas. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> right, you're a snitch for real. You really have to baby out to the people. You only have to go back two months in time to watch the Christmas special and here you go. Not seen it. I started watching it, but I've not watched it yet. It's because I couldn't watch it because my brothers were there. And I know, was... but you can't you can't say these things. You can't hear that. <laughs> um, we didn't actually talk too much about the Brits' fashion. Did you have any takeaways other than obviously Sloan's like commitment to being himself and representing his nation? Um... Let me let me let me have a little um Sam Smith was the one that made the headlines, I think. Yeah. What do you think of it? I don't feel any type of way about it. Like just I I'm kinda not surprised because I just feel like celebrities just come out with some crazy outfits anyway. So Especially Sam Smith. Yeah, I do not I don't know what he's uh, what Dave actually worn previously oh yeah sorry but um whoa this one's a bit weird which one Ugh. Who? um ash ash nickel no i didn't see that one. Oh my days that's just it's actually got some sort of is he i'll send it to you now it's just a bit freakish um my favorite as always will be koji radical 
Have you watched? Did you watch his chicken shop date? Yeah, it's quite good. Which they they really actually really work together. They yeah. work really weirdly well together. Like I could see them being a couple, someone really. Uh, yeah, like great. Amelia is so beautiful. It's something about her. I think H looks really good. I didn't like, see. He, he had a double breasted thing. Of course he did. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I saw this outfit. Oh, it's disgusting. It what makes hers. Me, yeah, it makes me like shrivel up inside. Yeah, it's really freakish. I don't like it. You see, yeah. See, I've been on the double breasted thing, and now I like I've got something to talk about when we get to the of the weeks. H. Uh, so did Mo Mo Gilligan. Yeah, he he was, he was like the host, wasn't he? Yeah, he got someone's name wrong. He was like. Talk about Sam Smith and Sam Styles or something like something monumental, a bit crazy. Oh. Sam Ryder's from uh, he's the guy he was in um, Eurovision. Yeah, that's that's how I know him. Yeah, there was lots of Vivian Westwood, which he's highly respects. So that's a nice, that's a nice showing, yeah. I'd say, especially because it is the Brits. Like it is about Britain, so yeah. Like respecting one of the best British designers there is. It's very yeah. Great. Daniel Lee, um, obviously creative director of Burberry. He um, I I saw something like he released his first I don't know piece if you want, mm. and it was very like British and yeah, floral. kind of reminded you of Vivian Westwood. I, I did. Well. I did see it. I. I... I didn't have too much to say about it. I liked, I liked, because I saw the catwalk, yeah. I didn't like it overly. I didn't not like it. I think it's just nice pieces. Um, There was a blue jacket and a red jacket, specifically, that I really liked. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. This is completely off. Um, Have you seen the Stassi Levi's? Yeah, I did. The jacket, like uh, the denim. Yeah. Have you seen the inside of that jacket? Um, I remember seeing it, but I didn't... Not yeah, too much. So cool. Oh, yeah, 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 with the eight ball. Yeah, and the stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is... That's cool. Um, I think I, I'd like the, the darker jacket as opposed to the light one. Okay. But it's very, like, American work where, like... Yeah, Texas kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying. Workwear is big at the moment. I mean, my dad, my dad bought a Ralph Lauren workwear jacket yesterday. Good, good man. Like, I like, yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm so surprised. Like, scary times. You judgmental prick. Let him dress how he wants. Let the kid live. How's my drama just? Hopped on a flight because she's meant to be hosting a Love Island and then she just come back for the Brits. And Stormzy was there as well, so maybe they linked up. Have you been watching Love Island? No, I have not. Have you? Nope. No interest in it anymore. I I don't know how. Like, I didn't even know I didn't even know the series started and I found out like the day later. Just yeah, just not for me. Like Winter, I feel like I've just been a bit busy anyway. I don't really have time to commit to it. Yeah. But summer one, maybe I might watch it, but 
Yeah, like I watched the whole of the summer one, but I've not watched yeah. any of the winter one. So I don't really know what's... Yeah, I was watching some documentary by like Channel 4 about life after Love Island. Mm. Some of them are like just not... It's just not a success. Like, you know their faces, but they still have to do like regular jobs. Yeah. Um, like one girl, do you remember that Coco? The one yeah. that Andrew like, sucked her Boob job. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, she she's like a drinks, like you know, when you go to the club, the girl, the ladies with the drinks. Yeah. What's that? I like she's getting no brand deals or anything. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And then you got someone like Wes Nelson. Who's like he was a millionaire at like twenty one, yeah. Because he, he made his music. He was really successful music. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. Can you like imagine like you know having your like sex life just broadcast out on national TV just for you to like have to go back to doing a like yeah. regular job job and not getting any kind of fame from it, other than people yeah. want to know him, but they don't. You, know, you don't get any money out of it. Yeah, like Akena Kenna's struggling as well. I think I think it's like a sacrifice. Like they kind of sacrifice their privacy and they're like a little bit of almost they they self-pride in a way. Like I can't there are some things that you have to do on that show that you just can't be necessarily proud of, but you do it oh. because it's gonna make you famous and make you money. And like so if it doesn't mm. work out, that must like really affect you. Massive, massive risk. Yeah, all of that. And then you might just become an, a normal member of society in terms of like, you're not on no celebrity status. Obviously, no one's, Molly May just eclipsed everyone. Yeah. And well, well done to her, I suppose. But she's also been pretty lucky, I'd say, in some respects. I think that's all our topics. Is that all our topics? I think so, yeah. It was a light week this week. A light week. Sorry, that that's on me. I've been. Well, I I can't say I've been paying too much attention to things, to be honest, either. Like we've both got yeah. birthdays, so you know, been a bit busy. Yeah, I've been union that piling up. But listen, all for the people, man. All for the people. No worries about the degree. Just like as long as a few people see this, I'm happy. No, um. Of the weeks. Is it of the week? You know the order better than I do. I don't even know the order these times. Winner, loser, track, audio visual, garment, sports fixture. Winner of the week for you. Manchester United. As expected. Hands down winner of the week. Like I, I was really struggling. I was sitting on that sofa over there going, I don't know who I'm gonna pick. I was like, wait, this amazing thing happened to me last night where I watched the team I support. Probably for the last time, like I'm getting ready to jump ship because of Qatari ownership. But right now, I am a Man United fan through and through. Until until we're a sports watching project, I'm here. And oh my god, what an, like I didn't see the first half because I was eating with my family, and so I know we're one nil down at half time due to a penalty that I don't know. Where it went, David De Gea was in goal, so it was, wasn't going to be saved. But don't know, <laughs> given, don't know anything. And he's not very good at penalties, is he? 
No. And then I put the stream on. Sorry, I put on BT Sport, actually. Oh, Definitely yeah. For that. Um, five seconds before Fred Shin rolls it into the goal. And it was a shin roller. I don't like he did not a great touch though. It was a great like it was a great overall goal, but that was a shin roller. Like he did it's so funny to me because like a goal that meant so much and was like such a nice first watch. And then you watch the replay and you just see it bounce off of his shin. And like that makes so much more sense. It's Fred's right foot. There's no way he's got that in him just to like do that. He clear and he also clearly meant to hit it with a lot more power than he did. Um, but yeah, absolute elation. And then you know what? Fifteen minutes later, another one goes in. Anthony, like that was really stressful. The ball was bouncing back and forwards, like between the goal and our players, like shot after shot. And then Anthony just like curls it in on the volley, which was quite a nice piece of technique. Yeah, it was like oh. Bruno plays pop that goal. Bruno, Bruno is. Yeah, I rate. I've always rated Bruno. I can't lie. And Luke Shaw just, by like lovely little back, back heel on the pitch. Yeah. I just find um, found Bruno jarring. It's because I like, he's a bit of a rat. I love the way he kicked the ball at Frankie. Like, he's just dirty, you know. But I'm sure he's one of those players like you love him if he's on your team. But did you did you see Casemiro's foul on Lewandowski, which he got? Yeah, that is the Lewandowski best. Got yeah. Best professional foul I've ever seen. He got grabbed hold of him, spun him round in a 360 and chucked him on the floor. With, like, I have never seen such a, like, if you were going to get a red card for a professional foul, like if you were really going to look at the laws of the game, there's no way you're allowed to pick someone up and put them on the floor and get a yellow card for it. Casemiro's a bastard, Paul. Yeah, but beautiful bastard. Um, Don't like that guy. Um, I, yeah. Uh, I suppose. Um, I saw that iconic... Um, I'd say it's an iconic picture now of um, Silas Ferguson and Ten Hag in a restaurant together. Yeah. And, like, Ten Hag is doing amazing things. Like, we've got a Carabao Cup final. I know it doesn't mean much, but... Yeah, what do you make... What do you reckon? Um... Don't know, not sure. I reckon you guys will win, you know. I th- I think we have it in us definitely, but we have like we've played every three days for like the last two months. Really annoying. It's like teams have like a five day break pretty much every time they play us, and we've just like played in Europe or played in the cup or played in the league. Mentally as well. Like yeah. the elation of last night, and then you have to get your so pumped up for final, which obviously is easier than a normal match, but still, yeah. mentally you'd be a bit drained to be honest. And they were all, they were all drinking the occasion as well. It's so a Wembley, all that. Yeah, and they were all drinking last night because Ten Hag said, "We know we've got a big game on Sunday, but we can have a small one tonight." Fair enough. Well, yeah. if if you lose, they they might look at that and be yeah. like, "It's interesting. It's interesting." I I do reckon you guys will win, though. I'll, I'll be real. I hope so. Uh, the, the, the only thing... Obviously, you want the Geordies to win. Well, the only thing is... Yeah, I don't want them to win, sports watchers. Um, like the scariest moment is when we're one goal up because, obviously, Ten Hag has his f- football philosophy and I really rate it. Like, it's got us where we are. It's 
like one of the like perfect football, like total football, like yeah, like, really nice. But God, is it scary when you've not got the right players? Like we're still building the team, like we're still building the team, and when you're pressing Barcelona all over the pitch in like the 85th minute when you're one goal up when you could be parking the bus and like safely defending you need you need to manage the games sometimes like, he he doesn't do game management he sticks to his philosophy and I completely respect that because that is like yeah fair enough it's your philosophy do it like I can, naive, I'm, I'm completely on board with that but oh my god is it not the scariest thing ever like, it's so naive. The amount of close calls we always have, like towards the end of a game, like how we got there, how they got their equaliser last week, for example, like how you lost against us. Yeah, like it, it's it's annoying, but you know, it's naivety. I think, and it's gonna catch you out soon. And it, it has already caught you out. To be fair, I I reckon you guys will win on on Sunday. To be honest, well, I think it'll be a good game as well. My winner, I'm going to go in for my club, you know. Arsenal, I think we needed that after, obviously, we won um, 40 against Aston Villa last weekend, Saturday. I think we, big time, we needed that. We needed that. Um, obviously, it was it three or four games without a win. Three on the bounce. Um, obviously, we got, you could say we got cheated out. We could have been two points further ahead than we are now, but Listen, it's all positives and City drop points as well. I think mentality-wise, fantastic from the boys, man. Fantastic. Um, we've got some real killers in our team. Saka, excellent, excellent. Once again, man. Marcelli was dropped. Reaction, brilliant. Fabio Vieira doesn't start. Reaction, brilliant. Sets up a goal. Like, Jorginho as well. Jorginho. I've always rate I listen, obviously it's easy to say now, but I actually have always rated Jorginho. I just thought like he looks leggy, like even in early parts of the games, and he loses a lot of jewels. And that's the thing. But like technically, and like as a team that plays with a lot of the ball, he's yeah. like, he suits us, do you know what I mean? But he just loses a lot of jewels when he was in a Chelsea shirt. And he has some lost some jewels here, but his intelligence, because he's not the quickest. Like, I don't think he's ever been the quickest, but just his football intelligence, I think, puts him in good stead all the time. Like he he's that the conductor. We've got people that control like manipulate the games. Like we've got Zinchenko, we've got obviously Jorginho as well, Odegaard, we've got those conductors in midfield. And yeah, I think it's really positive for us. I do oh, think that about you. Lot, I do think that about you lot. Um, about like a physical team could have their way with you sometimes, but Brentford, as long as you can like, you've got the players to play around them on your day. So that is, yeah. it, you, it's probably like Mikel's philosophy. Like he wants technical players and. Yeah. Again, really respect that. It, it obviously it's got its own weaknesses, but if you can control the game and keep the ball, your players can like run circles around people when they're like on it, which is really yeah. nice to watch. Like it's always better to watch someone. I think just... we struggle against physical teams, like we saw against Brentford. Man, Ivan Tony bullied 
bullied by far our centre backs. Um, even though what um, what's the name Brentford ended up drawing. Um, I think I think we're lucky not to have lost that game. To be honest, like obviously we sh- we should have won because obviously the VAR thing. But like I think a draw was probably a very fair result, and we we're lucky with that as well because he we got bullied like the aerial jewels. Everything, bro. Brentford played so well. Um, like I said, it's positive. You know, we've not beaten City at home in like eleven games. That's awful. That's a really bad record. Like, that's like it's not rare. That's, like, that's their training ground, but it's not rare. Yeah, but it's Arsenal. Like, that shouldn't be happening in all comps. But anyway, we got we got Leicester this weekend. I think. So, see what happens. Um, who is your loser of the week? I don't have one. This week is all about positivity, so I'm not looking to have a loser. Okay, hear that. I'll 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 join in that because I don't I don't like bringing bad energy and negativity. So moving on. What's the what's what's the next thing after that? Garment track 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 of the week. Yes, I need to get better at this. Yeah, I mean, I've just got them on the notes page in front of me. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Survivor's <laughs> Guilt. Survivor's Guilt by Joey Badass. David. No, by Joey Badass. Ooh. Um, really well-built song, quite catchy. I watched an interview with Zane Lowe. I heard him talk about, like, why he wrote it, how his feelings were about it, how it came to him. And... Like, I can't listen to it without getting really emotional. Um, yeah. Like, it's one of those that, that if you... I think the first time you listen to it, you kind of have to read the lyrics along with it. Like, it's 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 sad. Like, it, it, it makes you want to cry because it's just that kind of song. But, like, it, especially if you've got, like, a little bit of a chip on your shoulder about wanting to make someone proud, for example specifically like people mm. not with you anymore um that's a really deep song but really well made really lyrically like and well good and produced well like you if if it wasn't if you ignore the subject like if you ignore the subject then it's a song that you would just listen to anyway but okay. it's, so that is why it's even better because it's like an extra layer of like, if you listen to the words, it really hits home and hits deep. Really like it. Really good song. What's yours? Hi John, by by Mabby. I just discovered it on uh, Discover Weekly. Okay. It's kind of chill. Every time I've listened to it, you know, when you find a new song, you just keep playing it on repeat. That's that, and it yeah. just keeps me chilling. Like, lets me vibe, and so yeah, that is my song of the week. Nice. Take it away with the next song because I don't know what it is. Audio visual. Audio visual. What's yours? We are on a like watching the top one hundred movies at the moment. So okay. tonight we're watching The Godfather. So I'm not seeing that. Which is why we're watching it. So we went through like three different lists. So we've got probably like one hundred and fifty films to watch or something. What we watched not yesterday, day before was Sweet Smell of Success, uh, a 1957 okay. film noir um, 
amazing film like really good story like quite gripping like I, I I know I know film I know how stuff works and at no point in it was I really analyzing it but like I normally analyze films to shit and go like could do this better that's wrong that's really nice that's it just takes you away like it's a really good film and also if you want to know how to like dress the fashion in it is impeccable um Burt Lancaster is an amazing actor he plays JJ Honsecker. He's not the main character, but like mm. actor. Um, main character Sidney Falco, who's a publicist. JJ Honsecker is a columnist for a newspaper who works with the publicist. And it's just really good. Got some of the coldest yeah. lines I've ever heard in a film as well. Like my favorite one is my favorite, it might not be my favorite, but like the one that I can most recently remember is. Your Dallas, your mouth is as big as a basket and twice as empty. Which oh, and there was another one which was, of course, I know Manny Davis. Everyone knows Manny Davis except Mrs. Manny Davis. Um, oh. lots of cold one-liners. Just really good film. I like heavily suggest it. Like if you watch a film in the next week, watch this one. Sweet smell of success. It's on Prime. What's yours? Mine is actually. I'm not sure if you're aware of Tifo football. Yes. Um. So yeah, mine's just Tifo football in general. Like obviously, it's made. It's just like in-depth tactical analysis on yeah. football, and, and it's provided by the Athletic. Yeah. And I think the Athletic currently are killing it, bro. Yeah, they they but, always but like the best sporting journalists in the country. I'd say. I think I think what the Athletic do was like long overdue. Like they saw a gap in the market and they took it and yeah. They reap the I love how they, and they do it yeah. right. They do it right. That's the most important thing. Mm. Yeah, they play. They yeah, they really get the audience well. Um, what I particularly like is how they've got um, a journalist assigned to every Premier League club. I think that's quite, yeah. quite cool. Obviously, ours is uh, David Ornstein, who is mm. very respected within Which, his industry and obviously yeah. established. Best one you can have, really, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah, they just make fantastic videos and really informative and put it in short enough videos where your attention grips. And I think like the illustrations as well, I think they're brilliant. Like the cartoony kind of look, I think really that's like what it. really draws, yeah, it draws one in. And yeah, really informative and learn loads. So yeah, shout out them. Got a great team working for them. And yeah. Cool. Um, I guess it's garment of the week then. My so this is where I need to talk about double breasted blazers, right? Ah, uh, he's back on it, lads. So we know I've been on this now. We know we know I've been <laughs> and my mind is very mixed. I mean, so this is the Amy Leondor spring summer twenty twenty three, right? this oh yeah i've seen that um being honest like it problem is but... there's now going to be a lot of double-breasted blazer jackets and as a man who is currently in the market for one that's a really good thing the negative thing is 
if everyone starts wearing double-breasted blazers, you lot here have to make sure everyone knows I was there first. I've got to say, they definitely heard or watched the pod last yeah. week. Right. All of a sudden, they're on it. I'm I'm just upset because I you should I, have gatekept it, bro. Well, see, I I gatekeep too many things. I I feel like it's start time to start sharing with the world what I like. But when I do, you know, these big corporations they take my stuff, so I don't know if I should anymore. You give them an inch, then they take them all. Gets like that, bro. It's unbelievable. But I do really like it. I look you learn to trademark it, bro. I look I look forward to having some double-breasted blazers to actually go to choose from like it's not a slim fit one either which i appreciate so much because slim fit double-breasted blazers don't really work that well um so yeah i'm i'm very excited to have some options even if it means i won't be the only one wearing one so what's yours mine's just my uve scarf um fair enough you can see it from here yeah you see it yeah yeah, I just think it's been chilly up here. Um, it's been useful. Nice little fashion statement piece. Got a lot of compliments for it last night. Just thought I just look kind of hard. This is just sometimes it's as simple as that. Um, yeah, and I think I think my outfit went well yesterday as well. So okay, good. Nice. And a little scarf. I think I think I'm starting to add these accessories that I think yeah. accessories are just like good and important. What I need ah, oh, you know those those glasses, like some you know the glasses like um you know glasses, bro. You know the glasses I'm talking about. Like just like fashion headswear. Yeah. Like, so, like but certain ones though, the certain one. I've always got mixed feelings about them though. That's all. Like, Why? No, because you wait. You need glasses, don't you? Yeah. Okay. See, see, that's that's fine. I always have mixed feelings about people that like. You know, I'm not. I'm never gonna buy some lenses until I need lenses. Like, I I I admit they look cool, and I would like to be able to like put them on so I can pull them off. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to spend like some money on a frame that I don't need. Yeah. So, yeah, if if it works, and you, as you say, you're the kind of guy that actually can use glasses anyway. So, I I I just can't do it myself, and that makes me sad. Because if you look up Bert Lang, if you watch that film Sweet Smell of Success, Bert Lancaster in it wearing some nice glasses. I wish I had those glasses with a nice little DB. I would look so good. Bert but, Lancaster glasses. Yeah, cool. that that man. Yeah, very cool. I guess it is sports fixture of the week then. Got last thing. What do I do? I do to to add to your point. I do wish I had more scarves because I've only got one and it doesn't. It's not big enough for me. So yeah. Um, but sports yeah. fixture of the week. Wales England this weekend, right? Well, yeah, that is tomorrow. It is going ahead. Luckily, love to see that. Oh, like confirmed. Yeah, because they've. Um, the WRU and the players have come to an agreement, luckily. So, okay, sound. So yeah, that's what I'll be. I'll be doing tomorrow. Cool, nice. Um, but my my fixture of the week 
actually, because obviously that was my one last week. Because I always try and do it for the week ahead, but this one won't be, sadly. Cause, but it's Andy Murray, because I just want to give him a shout. He's in the semi-final of the Qatar Open. It's only a two, Open. It's only a 250, but not yesterday, potentially the day before. Well, he won a, he won a match yesterday, I think. But two days ago, yeah. he beat Alexander Zverev, who's like top 10 in the world. Um, he was fourth seed. The other semi-final is Medvedev versus Felix Auger Aliasim. So oh, if that's... Murray if Murray wins against Le, Le Lechka, which he probably should, um, he will be in the final against either Medvedev or Auger Aliasim. And I don't I don't hold like the strongest like he's 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 not better than either of them at the moment, but He's been playing very, very well. So, mm. no, it is Andy Murray. He can pull out some, some amazing things when he has to, and I hope he does. I look forward to that. Since when's uh, there been a Qatar Open? Uh, since they, you know, were chucked a bit of money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, those two matches are today. The semi-finals. The final is tomorrow. Amazon Prime. Finals tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, so intense. Yeah, he played yesterday. He played on Wednesday. He played intense. on. Why can't the final be on Sunday? It actually Sab- makes more sense. Sab. Well, actually, I don't know. It is a more religious country. It is the day of rest, maybe. Perhaps. Um, oh no! There's been Formula One testing this weekend as well. There has. There's been Formula te- Yeah, all week. Um. Ferrari had a little problem. They had a little dent in their front wing every time they went too fast, and then it would disappear when they braked. So they've had to fix that. Uh, I'm a parent with the duct tape. That's what I've been seeing. That doesn't sound, I'm not seeing that. That doesn't sound good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'm not, I don't want another year of pain. Listen, I've got two young youngsters in now. I know. Could be a promising year. Two, two best. Be. hottest prospects. Huh? The two hottest prospects in the. Oh, I thought you said two Bellends. I was like, whoa. No, I like them a lot. I love Lando. Really? Yeah, I love Lando. Um, Oscar, I don't know too much about, but he's he's a very good racer, so I'll take that much. Yeah. Okay. So that's it, I suppose. Who should be what? I know. I, I was about to say what's yours, and then I remembered it's the rugby, which who can blame you? I can't wait. I'm so excited. Well, you've kind of built this up for two weeks now that I've just got to kind of tap into it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's going to be a scrappy match, to be honest. Oh, this is the thing I I struggle to get into rugby with. Just, it's just stop starting it. And then you just find yourself on your phone, maybe watch it. But no, I'll try my best to be attentive. Okay, I yeah, I can't relate to that. I just watch. I like how there's clear communication, though. Yeah, I hope I hope we have a good. I ref. actually know what's going on, but we can't have an English ref, so like we won't have the best ref. Surely the French guy that's like notorious. I mean, I, I want I want Luke Pierce and Wayne Barnes, two of the best refs there are. They they're such good communicators. Where are they from? England. So. Oh. Uh, we might get one of the 
like Southern Hemisphere refs. But the the thing about them is they the Southern Hemisphere games are very different to the Northern Hemisphere games. So in what they way? have a different they have a different relationship with the rules sometimes, specifically around like tackling and what isn't isn't allowed. Like they're a bit looser, which isn't the best because you know, someone can't necessarily get sent off when they should do. Always. Yeah, I think I think yeah. I'm done. If you're done, I'm done. Cool. I'm done. So thank you everyone for staying this long and listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you found it informative. If not, it's tough, isn't it? Um, I hope you found it interesting. And I had a good time, so I guess that's all that matters. Uh, what about, um, what about me? You have a good time. Yeah, look, it's my birthday weekend. What do you mean? What do you mean? All that matters is you. Come on, give me a bro. Give me a chance. I was literally, I literally said that. I love you. I, I enjoyed this a lot, and I'm thankful for being here. Thank you very much. And happy twenty fifth birthday to Harry. Wishing you all the best, G. You too. Um, you know, yeah. More, more prosperity, more love and affection. All right. When I said Sloan's younger than me, he's not that much younger than me. <laughs> now, nah, but listen, I know, you, bro. I said twenty-five because you're thirty. I mean, <laughs> anyway. shout out Harry. Hope he has a good day. Thanks, man. And wish him, wish him a happy birthday as well. Give him, give him a little message. His phone number is zero. Check it. Um, yeah, send him a little DM. No hatred though, because he didn't miss a penalty at the Euros. But sorry, 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 sorry. What a sorry. <laughs> anyway, see yeah. you guys in the That's enough. Yeah, yeah. Cut, cut, cut. I'm sorry to the the guys that did miss that. I message all of you saying good luck. Um. Yeah, no worries though. Minor. Love and Bye, everyone. Love and affection. See you in a bit. Ha 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 ha. Bye.